What's good, everybody? What's good? Y'all, I decided to come on here and say hi to you all. I hope everyone has been having a wonderful week, y'all. Okay, here we go. Gotta hear myself. I hope y'all can hear me, okay? Somebody turn my volume up in my headphones. What's good, everybody? Please continue to like, share, and subscribe to this channel. I'm trying to go grow this channel as well. As you all know, YouTube has freaking knocked out my other channel for about a week now. I have a S-T-R-I-K-E for no freaking reason, y'all. But that's neither here nor there because that has not stopped the party, y'all. We can still get into this thing, okay? Let's see what y'all said in the chat. What's Good, Skyaticus. Shout out to you, Queen. Thank you so much for joining me. Y'all found me. Thank goodness. What's good, Knowledge Seeker? How are you, King? Okay, I'm glad y'all can hear me. 
I was just checking you out, Sky Atticus. I went on um, Instagram just right before I got on here, and I saw that you were on Twitch, and you were talking about the billionaires. So you know what? I think we can get on that topic tonight as well. And also, um, I just signed up for Twitch. I just don't join Twitch. I don't really know how it works. They put me in YouTube jail. What's what's new? They're always putting me into YouTube jail. And guess what, y'all? It had nothing to do with the takeoff video. Do you know that? So I'm going to tell you what happened because it's crazy. I put my videos on private on both channels, and then I, I'm going to re-release them. But you can also check them out on Twitter. But I'm going to put them on my pa Patreon page. Yes. Yes, you're welcome. You're blessed today. That's right. Atticus. Oh my gosh, you joined Twitch. Wait, you're in YouTube jail again. That's crazy. Yes. Yes, Guy Atticus. <laughs> I'm about to F your feelings Wednesday. That's what's up. Look, you're going to see what I got on today. I got on my F your feelings attire, you all. I got to make some more stuff, y'all. My heat press machine broke, but I'm going to get it all together, y'all, because I got some new stuff I want to start creating and I got more orders and everything like that. So, yeah, I'm so excited. Yes, thank y'all so much for coming and joining me in the building, y'all. Let me go ahead and turn on my camera, y'all, so y'all can see me today. I washed my hair. Here we go. This is what I'm looking like, y'all. <laughs> I washed my hair today, and so I, I have twists, you all. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my feeling, feeling myself. Oh, yeah, let me move this so you can see. See, you see my F your feelings? This is my F your feelings attire. I have this right here is a cami a spaghetti shirt, and I got on the stretch pants to match. Okay, the whole outfit, the whole ensemble, you all. Yes, I sell these. So, yes, <laughs> thank you, Knowledge Seeker. <laughs> thank y'all so much. Thank you, Sky Atticus. I appreciate it. Look, you see, you see my little ends right here. I just, you know, I didn't know if it was gonna stay or not. So hey, we're gonna just roll with it, okay? Y'all, what y'all doing this week? Melanated Beauty. Thank you. I should make I have a shirt that says Melanated Beauty. I need to start wearing my stuff. Hair is everything. Thank you, girl. Thank you so much. Outfit is fire. Thank you. I wish you could see the whole thing. All right, so anyway, y'all, what we're talking about today, as you can see at the bottom of the screen, is scrolling, the slaughtering, the massacre of our people. But before we get into it, you know how we do? We got to give thanks, y'all. Y'all, we got to give thanks, okay? So let's go ahead. We're going to join our hands by our heads, and we're going to get into this thing, y'all. You know how we do? Okay. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today for this thing called life. Shout out to Prince, y'all. Okay, let's go crazy. But anyway, what I want to really say is like, we already know, like, we're, gonna, we're giving thanks. Like, I start off every podcast giving thanks. The fact that we are all gathered here, I give thanks to you all, everybody that um, he hears me from the sound of my voice out into the universe. I give thanks to my creators. I give thanks to the haters. That means that I'm doing something great and they're going to see me rise even later. <laughs> Y'all cracking up today. All right. And um, seriously, but I want to say, you know, thank you so much because there are some people out here who don't have, you know, a house to live in, don't have a bed to sleep in tonight while everybody's out there gobbling turkeys 
stuffing, corn pudding, rice pudding, yams, candied yams, sweet potato pies, apple pies. You know how y'all do um, banana pudding. What's some of the other things? Macaroni and cheese, greens. Y'all know how we do. Melanated people, we like to eat. You know, ain't nothing wrong with it. Rolls, buttered rolls, y'all. Oh, my God. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Back when I used to eat meat, the ham smothered with the pineapple, y'all. What y'all know about it? <laughs> what y'all know about it? The turkey with the gravy, y'all. All of them good things. She said, not banana pudding. Look, I feel like Martin. You remember Martin said, not my mama biscuits, Gina. Not my mama biscuits. <laughs> yes. I don't eat banana pudding. I don't really care for banana pudding, but I just put it out there, y'all. I didn't even used to like bananas until I got older. My mom used to try to give us bananas. I didn't like them. But I eat them now because they are full of potassium and they help cut the hunger, you all, because I don't eat meat anymore. <laughs> well, you said don't get me started on the sweet potato pie. What you know about it, knowledge seeker? Oh, my God. You know what I like the most about the pies? My 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 favorite pie is apple pie. I love the crust. I would just freaking eat that crust, y'all. <laughs> you laughing? <laughs> y'all a mess. Y'all are acting up, y'all. Right, Daniel, that sweet potato pie is too much. <laughs> so like I said, we're going to still continue to give thanks, all right? Um, where was I, y'all? I totally digress. Oh, yeah. The fact that we have made it into another another day. Some people didn't make it from last week, last month, last year. The fact that we do have true friends, true family, and we have associates and neighbors and uh, co-workers that care about us all. The fact that we care about ourselves. We're breaking generational curses. Y'all, we are warding off any demonic practices, black magic, witchcraft, hoodoo, voodoo that people have tried to use to attack us, y'all. I could write a book. He said, it's true though, someone did not wake up. I know that's right. The fact that we're not on breathing machines, we can breathe, we have the activity of our lungs, we have both feet, we can walk, we can talk, we can hear, we can see the all five senses and our sixth sense, you know, the third eye, that's what's up. So we we give thanks for all that. And then we're going to give thanks to our haters that our autographs cost more than their entire lives. Y'all know how we do. Let the church say amen. Okay. Right, Daniel, that sweet potato pie is true, though. Someone did not wake up. I live each day like it's my last. I'm thankful for, for the creator has given me. That's what's up. Um, so we had a lot to be grateful for. Yes, we do. Our inner beauty, our outer beauty, our natural gifts and talents. And I tell everybody, you need to be making money off of every natural ability that you have. The, the critter has been good to me. <laughs> I had a near death experience earlier this year, but I survived. Oh, you know what? We are going to celebrate that knowledge seeker. All right. So anyway, what we want to get into you all is about the massacre and the slaughtering, all right, of our melanated people. Because I don't know if people are aware that what we are practicing and what we are celebrating, basically, it's a mockery, okay? It's some shenanigans against our indigenous people. Who are the, the indigenous people? You're staring at one of them on the screen, okay? You're looking at them in the mirror every day when you wake up, when you brush your teeth, when you wash your face. You my people are the indigenous ones of this land. 
your people walk this land. Thanksgiving is basically a celebration of genocide. Thank you, knowledge seeker. Don't make me drop that link. We're going to drop the link later because we're going to get into it. Y'all, I looked up some articles about it. Um, I was going to try to find some books, but Amazon was tripping, y'all. <laughs> so anyway, I have a few um, a few things that I want to share with you. I'm going to read some of these articles. And uh, yeah, so, you know, it's funny because one of my clients called me. He lives out in L.A. today. And um, you know what he told me? This man has multiple grandchildren and a great grandchild. He said, I don't wait for the white man to tell me when to celebrate and give thanks. He said, every day is Thanksgiving. Okay, let the church say amen for that. And he also said, the white man doesn't tell him when to buy his woman flowers on Valentine's Day, February the 14th. He buys flyers, fly, flowers whenever he feels like it for his loved ones. Not only that, but he also said that this day for him is just a celebration of his family. But um, being that he is of the age he is, he's very wise, very enlightened, and that is so powerful. He said how they would take the heads of the indigenous people called the Indians and put them basically on the table and give thanks you all. So what do you think it is when we take a turkey and put it on the table and give thanks to this fleshly being you all? Are we practicing the ways of our oppressor? Are we playing into something that they've taught us while making a mockery of us? Yes, knowledge seeker. Amen. Let's get into it because I even posted something on my Instagram earlier, and you know how they like to say that, oh, yeah, it's a a myth. It's not a myth, y'all. It's true. Let me turn my camera back on. He said it basically should be called Happy Thanksgiving. That's what's up. Let's get into it, you all. Let's get into it. All right. Now, I, they better not. Oh, yeah. Happy Mm-hmm. K-I-L-L -L is the word. I know one thing. You two better not mess with me today on this channel because I'm not for it. Okay? We're not even talking about takeoff. Oh, and again, shout out to takeoff and, you know, and his family because this is a holiday that they have to celebrate without him. So I know they're going through it. But we're not even playing any of those videos. Oh, and I wanted to tell y'all what happened. So I think someone from Complex struck the channel, right? Because I was showing how the Migos was going shopping for the sneakers and then the Chucky doll appeared. So I pointed that out in the video and I got a flag or a copyright strike or something like that. And so they stopped me from live streaming in the middle of my stream. So I started over and then the next one, I think they blocked it or whatever. So what I'm going to have to do is go back and edit the video and repost it. But I am going to have it on my Patreon and it is on Twitter. So you can find it there. Um, you know how it is. They don't want the truth to come out, but I'm not going to worry about it, y'all, because that's not going to stop me. I'm just going to continue to do my thing. All right. All right. What are you saying, knowledge seeker? I'm rebuking all demonic energy today. That's right. And this will be a peaceful live stream, as it always is. You know what I'm saying? We don't talk about a whole bunch of chaos over here. But, yeah, we're going to get into it, y'all, because I think this is a very important topic to get into. And we're going to talk about it. Shout out to BRNTV, Black Revolutionary TV. All right, and here we go, y'all. We're going to turn it up a notch because we're about to share this screen, y'all. Presentation, let the presentation begin, y'all. And y'all, we're going to get into that too. 
we're going to get into why we have to go to school and learn these lies from, I remember all the way from like five years old being in like kindergarten, sixth grade, I mean, six years old, being in first grade, and they taught us about this nonsense. So let's go ahead. All right, let me make sure, because you know what? They were messing with my um, internet earlier. Let's see, here it goes. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go, y'all. All right, hopefully you can see my screen. You know, I got to just, I got to check everything that's going on around me because I want to make sure y'all can see this. It'd be a whole lot to host the show. I'm a producer. I'm a director. I'm the talent. I'm everything. <laughs> y'all can see. Okay. I'm a producer. I'm a director. Okay, good. So you can see it. All right. So as you can see right here, it says the first Thanksgiving story covers, covers up the all too real violence in early America. All right, so now they're just putting the truth right in front of your face. A lot of people don't care to read this stuff, but I will, I will. We're gonna go over this. The 17th century is having a moment. So this article says in 2019, the world observed the 400th anniversary of the arrival of the first enslaved Africans in Virginia, all right? Now, if anybody knows anything about Virginia, a lot of things took place there. It's a lot. It's a lot of historical stuff that went that went on there. They have a place called Lynchburg. Okay, L Y N C H Burg. Lynchburg basically is a place where they used to lynch. Okay, and hang people. They also have the Willie Lynch letter. Okay, I talk about that a lot on my channel. L Y N C H, the Willie Lynch letter. They have Williamsburg. It's a very, very colonialized area, a colonized area. Um, all throughout Virginia, you're going to find a very historical place. Um, even the statues they have on Patterson Avenue, like they have a statue right now of this um, Caucasian gynecologist that used to practice on African slaves or melanated slaves without any anesthesia. And they have erected a statue in his honor. Now you tell me what type of nonsense is that? So anyway, let's keep going. This year marks 400 years since English pilgrims and Wampanoags, am I pronouncing that correctly? Wampanoags allegedly sat down to a three-day feast in territory the immigrants called Plymouth. These events have drawn extraordinary public attention, but each only makes sense when seen in the context of a century that defined enduring aspects of American life, especially European colonists' efforts to take possession of indigenous lands. Okay. I mean, the, the truth is just right there in your face. We already know they came over here and stole this land from our people. According to America, American lore. So they're trying to say it's fol folklore. A group of Wampanoags, Wampanoags joined the struggling community of English colonists for a meal in the autumn of 1621. In the 19th century, the feast became the focal point for celebration, even though pilgrims, according to William Bradford, their governor and primary historian, seem to have actually declared their first day of Thanksgiving in 1623, two years later, when midsummer rains soaked drought parched fields. In 1863, 
President Abraham Lincoln declared the last Thursday of November as a national holiday of Thanksgiving. Through his proclamation mentioned neither the Pilgrims nor the Wampanoags. The next year, his proclamation, which also ignored the colonists, took note of divine assistance and many and signal vic victories over the enemy, who is of our own household, a reference to the Civil War. By the mid 20th century, U.S. presidents routine, routinely reminded the nation about the hard work of the pilgrims. By the end of that century, they remembered to call attention to the presence of na Native peoples, too. So, okay, now they want to recognize us and our ancestors, our grandparents, our great grandparents, and our great great grandparents, and all of that. Okay. In 1984, Ronald Reagan even quoted a Seneca saying to demonstrate that the Native American Thanksgiving anecdoted those of new Americans. Y'all see how they keep changing the history around? But the focus on 1621 distorts our understanding of the past by emphasizing peaceful coexistence between newly arrived English migrants, meaning the European colonists, and already settled Wampanoags, which are the indigenous people, which are the Indian tribal people of this land. Annual celebrations of Thanksgiving have perhaps unintentionally minimized the violence inherent in colonization. The 1619 project of the New York Times has shown a light on the harrowing truths of enslavement and its legacy. In a similar vein, we might ask, how does our understanding of early American history look if we put conflicts between indigenous and newcomers at the center of the story? While it might be comforting to think that there were times when indigenous Americans and European colonists coexisted in peace, violence was common, not exceptional, in the territory that would eventually become the U.S. The hostile nature of European relations with indigenous peoples in North America began even before 1607. The year the English established a community in Jamestown in 1598, the Pueblo, residents of Acoma in modern New Mexico, rebelled against the Spanish attempts to coerce them into becoming subjects of a distant monarch. monarch. After the town's residents killed a dozen Spaniards, a larger contingent of soldiers invaded the town, which had been occupied since the 12th century. After three days of brutal warfare, hundreds of Pueblos lie or lay dead, okay? They just said it was brutal warfare, y'all. My throat is getting sore. Mm -mm -mm. Let me hold the microphone closer. I don't want to yell, y'all. My voice is so light. The Spanish soldiers under orders from their commander, chopped off the right foot of every man over age of 25 and enslaved men and women alike. Let me read that again in case y'all didn't hear it in the back. <laughs> okay. The Spanish soldiers under orders from their commander chopped off the right foot of every man over age 25 and enslaved men and women alike. They severed the hands of two Hopis. Do you remember the Hopis? We learned about the Hopis back in third grade. This is an Indian tribe, you all, Native American tribe, okay? They severed the hands of two Hopi with the idea that they would become walking advertisements for what happens to those who resisted colonization. So you mean to tell me these people are coming over to your land and not only are they coming to your land, they're taking it over and trying to settle in the land. And if you don't want to basically allow them to come and do what they want to do on your land and your territory, we're going to chop off your hands. We're going to sever your feet. So that's just like somebody breaking and entering your house and saying, we want to live here. 
if you don't let us live here and do how we want to do, guess what we're going to do? We're just going to chop off your hands and let this be an example for the rest of y'all that own homes and houses and don't want us to break in your home. Burglars, burglaries, y'all. In the decades that followed, emissaries of other European nations arrived in North America. They sailed across the Atlantic believing that they had a legitimate right to American territory. Now, what makes them think that they can come from Europe to America and just have a legitimate right to the territory and they never lived here? I used to wonder that even in elementary school and fourth grade, when we first got introduced to this nonsense, how did Christopher Columbus discover something that was already here? It does not make sense. If it don't make dollars, then it don't make sense. Y'all know what's up. If it doesn't fit, you must have quit. Shout out to Johnny Cochran, y'all. <laughs> okay, here we go. They sailed across the Atlantic believing that they had a legitimate right to the American territory through the act of discovery. <laughs> so you discovered something that people were already living on. Okay. They claimed that they found lands where no Christian prince ruled, and hence they asserted ownership on behalf of their monarch, a policy established for the Americans by Pope Alexander VI in 1493. Nonsense is what this is, y'all. But Europeans often found that Native peoples understandably did not accept the legitimacy of this European doctrine. Rather than allow newcomers to push them away, many fought back. What would you do? Like somebody breaking in and entering your house. How's your kids? How's your wife? They coming through your doors? Like you're going to fight back too. Indigenous men and women who resisted incursions into their land sparked fierce response from European soldiers and colonists. Okay. One infamous example took place on the banks of the Mystic River during an event known as the Pequot War of 1637, a conflict that might better be named the Anglo-Pequot War. Fearing that the Pequots, or Pequots, however you pronounce that, were giving to form an alliance, were going to form an alliance with the nearby Narragansetts mm, and drive the pilgrims of Plymouth Plymouth Rock didn't fall on me. We landed on Plymouth Rock. Let me stop. And the Puritans of the Massachusetts and Tennessee, the colonists created an alliance with the Narragansetts. According to the Plymouth governor, William Bradford, armed soldiers surrounded the Pequot, the Pequot village and set it on fire. Does this sound familiar? The flames destroyed the Pequot's weapons, homes, and families. Do y'all remember when they talked about, uh, what was it? I'm trying to think, the uh, the market. The, the, oh, I can't think, what am I trying to say? When they they set the um, people's stuff on fire in a, a blaze. This was done by the government to all of the um, melanated people that were practicing trade amongst themselves. Charlotte was involved in it. Um, I can't think of the name of it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We were basically, I, I don't know why this escapes me, but anyway, it's the same thing the government did when we were practicing merchant um, economics with one another. I can't think of the name of it right now. It escapes me. But anyway, let's keep going. The flames destroyed their weapons, the homes and families. Colonists shot at those who tried to escape. Bradford believed the soldiers killed 400 people. John Winthrop, the governor of Massachusetts, estimated that the total of those murdered during the war or captured and, and enslaved totaled to 700. It was a fearful sight to um, see them thus frying in the fire and the streams of blood quenching the same. Bradford memorably wrote of that terrible night. 
but the deaths were a sweet sacrifice, a phrase from Leviticus, for which the colonists gave the praise thereof to God. <laughs> They're praising God. So this is where we get thanksgiving. They're giving thanks for the fatalities that they have ensued amongst the indigenous people, y'all. Setting them ablaze, setting, setting them afire, chopping off their hands, taking their land. This is what you're giving thanks for. Our ancestors suffered, y'all. Six years later, warfare tore apart the Dutch colony of New Netherland, modern New York. Governor Willem Kieft, eager to destroy indigenous resistance to the colony, ordered assaults on sites where Munsee-speaking peoples had sought sanctuary. In a single night, according to one colonial witness, Dutch soldiers murdered 80 refugees at Pavonia. And a tragic echo of the brutality at Acoma, the soldiers also apparently sliced off the hands or legs of some of their victims. Near Stamford, an English military veteran of the 1637 war who had offered his services to the Dutch ordered soldiers to set fire to a Tankaitek town, killing almost 700 people in an hour. Yeah, this is brutal stuff. Violence begat violence across the scorched earth wherever European colonists eager to expand their holdings came into conflict with indigenous people. They're talking about our ancestors. They're talking about your grandmothers, your great-grandmothers, your grandfathers, your great-grandfathers, and so on and so forth. In 1675, a confederation of natives in southern New England, led by a Wamponig headman named Metacomet, or Pomitacomet, known to the English as King Philip, tried to halt the spread of colonial communities by creating an alliance among native groups. He roused a rebellion that eventually stretched across modern Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and even Maine. Armed colonists with some native allies hunted Metacomet and any indigenous people they believed were his allies. So even though he was trying to make peace, they didn't want peace, okay? They basically wanted to torment anybody that was in alliance with him. After a series of native assaults on scattered colonial towns, colonial soldiers gathered in modern South Kingston, Rhode Island, in a pitched battle now known as the Great Swamp Massacre. Okay, notice this, notice this title says the, the massacre of our people or something to that effect, because it's right here in this article, they're telling you what happened. The Great Swamp Massacre. The natives killed scores of colonial soldiers, but colonists set fire to a Narragansett encampment killing perhaps almost 100 native fighters and hundreds of non-combatants in a single night. One thing I will say about this, okay? The native people were not as scared to fight. They were not afraid to die for their land, their territory, and what they stood for. Now people are scared to fight. They're scared to stand up. But they're so easy to fight one another over some nonsense. You're talking about you hugging the block. Okay, we used to have this whole land. Who's fighting for that? Y'all sound stupid. Let's keep going, y'all. Colonists finally found Metacomet in August of 1676. They decapitated him. They cut off his head, y'all, and quartered his body so they could put it on display. Remember I told you that my um, client called me earlier that lives out in L.A.? And he said he does not celebrate Thanksgiving in this manner because they, they used to chop off their heads and put it on display. And they are giving thanks to this. Thanksgiving, y'all. Shout out to the turkey sitting on your table. 
All right, they, they put it on display, a strategy that English officials had long used to discourage men from becoming pirates. Colonists in Massachusetts sold captured natives into slavery. I want y'all to listen to this. Not only did they come over here and steal the land, they actually kidnapped our people and put them into slavery. So all this nonsense about we came over here in boats, on ships from Africa. I want you to ask your parents, ask your great grandparents and ask your grandparents. Did, did all of these people say they came from Africa on a ship? Okay, because like I said, we were already here. Okay, natives into slavery in the West Indies. And the face of such, and I'm gonna tell you something too, the reason they keep trying to put us with Africa is because if they keep calling us African-Americans, that means we gotta go back to Africa first. That's our first land. And then we come to America. But if we say we are native, if we claim this land, we're indigenous to this land, they have to face what they've done. Okay, and they don't want to do that. So what they do is they put a title on us and we so ignorantly embrace the title, African-American. That's why when people ask me, what do you want to put down on this? I am not African-American. I am indigenous. I'm a melanated being, okay? And one thing you cannot do is try to take away my nationality because there is nothing in the paperwork that says that we came from, how can you tell me that I came from Africa? Show me, trace it back. You can't do that. So how can you come to somebody else's land and say, oh, you go, you go to Africa. Why don't you go back to Europe? You go back to the caves from where you used to crawl. Okay, how about that? Go back to the mountains if that's the case. You don't come over here and tell us what to do. Where are the people standing up for this? Nobody's standing up for this. So let's continue. In the face of such well-documented horrors, the legend of a single feast of turkey and invention in a small colonial town hardly seems the most important story we should be telling about American 17th century. Though the holiday often brings out gestures of generosity, we might do well to separate Thanksgiving celebrations from a reassuring story that masks the terrible violence Native communities suffered in an era of conquest and colonization. I dropped the freaking mic, y'all. <laughs> it's sickening. Let's see what y'all talking about in the chat. I am unique. What's good? All right, let's see what's going on in the chat, y'all. Okay, so you said, Knowledge Secret, this is a conversation a lot of people are not ready to have. No, they're not. They're not ready to have the conversation because they're not ready to face the truth. Now, I want to show you, it's on my Instagram, but I'm going to try to pull it up. I want to show you how people lie, okay? All right, I'm going to type a question in here. Celebration. It's crazy. Okay. Here it goes. Here it goes. I'm going to show y'all how they do all this trickery. Okay. Let me share my screen again. We're going to present the facts and we're going to present the evidence. All right. Now, this is why you can't trust Google. Look at this. So I put in here is Thanksgiving a celebration of genocide. We just saw the article. We know the truth. Here they say right here, claim. So, so they're saying, oh, you're making a claim, right? Was Thanksgiving originally a celebration of the massacre? 
the U.S. Thanksgiving holiday originated in 1637. I want y'all to think back because people were still enslaved even in the 1800s. Remember, Juneteenth said they did not become free until when? It was like 1850-something or something to that effect. Or I can't remember. It was in the 1800s, y'all. So if that's the case, what was going on in the, in the 1600s? It says, in an event announced by the governor of Massachusetts to celebrate the massacre of several hundred native whomever. We know native means us. Fact check. False. Okay. They're trying to say it's false. So like I said, they do everything they can to disclaim and discredit what they've done to us, y'all, and what we are still living up against, which is, which is oppression. So you're right. They don't want to have the conversation, knowledge seeker. Peace was good. I am unique. They never want truthful words and vibes to spread. Never, never do they. No, they don't. I have so many friends who live in Virginia. It's a lot of people that I know that live in Virginia. Some of my family is from there. And I can tell you that Virginia is very mentally oppressed because of the slave-minded mentality that resides there. I had to get away from that place. It was not good for my mental, emotional, or spiritual growth, y'all, or psychological growth. I am unique. Why do you see? You look so familiar. I don't understand. You look so familiar. Yes, it is crazy. Keep going. I'm taking notes. <laughs> Take notes, knowledge seeker. I've seen more stories. The stuff the indigenous went through, it gets worse. I'm sure it does. Do y'all remember the Trail of Tears? I don't know if y'all remember that because I listened to that when I was driving out of town. It was terrible. You said, wow. I'm from California. I could be the descendants of the California Indians. You are. You are. Everybody, all the melanated people are descendants of some type of Indians here. There, do you know there were over 300 tribes? Um, when last year, when COVID, no, 2020 is when COVID hit. Okay, so they shut the schools down. So I was actually homeschooling my nephews for a short, brief uh, period of time. And we, I made them look at like videos about Indians and Native Americans. And my oldest nephew was actually interested in it. And they had over 300 different Indian tribes. So even though we have different features, we are all probably just from some type of different Indian tribe, y'all. And I'm not saying that we don't have some type of African DNA in us. That is not what I'm saying. But I'm saying we are not all straight out of Africa either. OK, some of us have descendants from Africa. Some some of us have descendants from the West Indies, from the Caribbean, all over this globe, y'all, because they were traveling. People were traveling back and forth. And a lot of us are they just come from America, North America, South America, Brazil, everywhere. Melanated indigenous people were all over this globe. I don't know why they're acting like we all came straight out of Africa. That is not true. OK. They don't want to talk about how they came out of the caves and the mountains. They don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about Bigfoot. They don't want to talk about, do you know the people that share the most genetic DNA with a monkey? Let's, let's talk facts here. Let's talk facts. If you really want to talk about it, it's not us. Okay? It's the people that's already always trying to compare us to monkeys. We don't share genetic sequence of a monkey. Nor do we share genetic material with a dog and a, and a canine. Okay. They do. We don't. So, and then let's get into the bloodline. This is why you are not supposed to mix your blood. Okay. Because we did have pure blood until they started raping our women. Okay. And mixing the bloodline. 
Why do you think they did that? Okay. Why do you think they organ harvest melanated people? Why do you think they always want to like experiment on you in hospitals and not tell you what they're doing? Why do you think they're always taking your organs? Organ harvesting y'all. Why do you think they sell melanin? Why do you think they steal your melanin? Why do you think they're always studying you? But you don't want to study yourself. It's just crazy, y'all. It's crazy. But yeah, let's look up the Trail of Tears. Because y'all, when I heard about this, it was just gruesome. It was gruesome what they have done to people. And then they and then they make a mockery of, of us on these holidays and celebrate. So when you celebrate, you're still giving it energy. You're keeping this alive, y'all. That's all I'm saying. And people don't want to talk about it because they just want to have a day off of work. And that's fine. Because if you ask me, we shouldn't be working anyway. We shouldn't be working for the colonizer, the oppressor, the plantation owner. How do you think he even had the money to build the economy that he has today? By stealing, by robbing, by pillaging. That's how. Okay? Now let's go on, y'all, because we're going to share the screen and we're going to get into the Trail of Tears. Okay? Oh, shout out to me, y'all. That's my, uh, my little reminder. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, it says, how many died in the Trail of Tears? Okay. Cherokee Indians are forced from their homelands during the 1830s. Let's get into this, y'all. Let's get into it. Oops. Let's get into it. All right, hold on one second before I share my screen. Oh, sorry. Shout out to Dread, y'all. I was watching Dread early. Let me get off his <laughs> off his channel. <laughs> All right. Um, let me see what y'all talking about. Just because you're black does not mean you're from Africa, right? Exactly right. But they they like to chunk us all in one category. Like our ethnicity, like our nationality means nothing. But if you go to Asia and you call a Japanese a Chinese, they're gonna get offended, okay? If you call a Korean a Vietnamese, they're gonna get offended. If you if you call a Cambodian uh, Taiwanian, they're gonna get offended. If you call someone that's from Thailand, you call them something that's, that they're not, they're going to get offended. Because I think it's rude to just lump everybody in one category. Like, and the Spanish people are the same way. If you call a Mexican, a Spanish person a Mexican, they don't like that. If you call a, a Spanish person, a Puerto Rican, a Spanish person, they don't like that. And don't call a Puerto Rican a Dominican, they don't like that. They are different nationalities and ethnicities, you all. They don't like it. And you can talk to a lot of Europeans and they can tell you that they have family from Ireland, from Poland, from Iceland, from Greenland, from Yugoslavia, Bosnia, Czechoslovakia. They know their heritage and they know their lineage. They don't just say, oh, I'm from Europe. No, they know where they come from. But with us, oh, you're just African. What part of Africa? Do you understand how many countries make up the continent of Africa? But, you know, it doesn't matter when it comes to us. We were everywhere. Our history has been lied to us. So that's why we have low self-esteem. We're not going to let them give us low self-esteem. The only way somebody can let you have low self-esteem is if you allow them to. They don't even have the power to have me to have low self-esteem. You know why? Because when you have to lie to me about my history, that means you got low self-esteem. How about that? 
they go out the way to disrespect us. And when you got to go out your way to disrespect people, that means that you have low self-esteem. So let's go ahead and present this information about the trail of tears, y'all. Let's get into it. It's nonsense. Okay, it says, what was the trail of tears and why did it happen? Why did it happen? So they made these, they made these Indians basically leave their land, y'all. Um, let me see if I can find a good article on it. It was very sad when I listened to it. It was devastating. It says, see right here, uh, the migrants face hunger, disease, and exhaustion on the march. They forced them to walk by foot for thousands of miles by foot. It was called the Trail of Tears. Over 4,000 out of 15,000 of the Cherokees died, y'all. It says, how long did it take? Almost three months to walk the Trail of Tears between Ohio and the Mississippi rivers. Y'all, these people are sickening. These people are sad. Let me see if I can find an article on it. I listened to this, y'all, when I was driving. I was going out of state. And I listened to what they had to go through. All right, let's see if this is something we can read right here. Just so you can understand the magnitude of these people. Okay? Here it, here it says right here. The caravan was ready to move out. The wagons were lined up. The mood was somber. <clears throat> oh, okay. Good, you can see it. All right, here we go, y'all. The mood was somber. Of course it was. One who was there reported that there was a silence and stillness of the voice that betrayed the sadness of the heart. Behind them, the makeshift camp, where some had spent three months of a Tennessee summer, was already ablaze. There was no going back. A white-haired old man, chief going snake, led the way on his pony, followed by a group of young men on horseback. Just as the wagons moved off along the narrow roadway, they heard a sound. Although the day was bright, there was a black thundercloud in the west. The thunder died away, and the wagons continued their long journey westward toward the setting sun. Many who heard the thunder thought it was an omen of more trouble to come. This is the story of the removal of the Cherokee Nation from its ancestral homeland in parts of North Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama to land set aside for American Indians in what is now the state of Oklahoma. Reservations, y'all. Some 100,000 American Indians forcibly, forcibly removed from what is now the Eastern United States to what is called Indian Territory included members of the Cherokee, the Choctaw, the Chickasaw, the Creek, and Seminole tribes. Shout out to these people. The Cherokee's journey by water and land was over 1,000 miles long, during which many Cherokee were to die. Tragically, the story in this lesson is also one of conflict within the Cherokee Nation as it struggled to hold on to its land and its culture in the face of overwhelming force. The Trail of Tears, National Historic Trail, commemorate the removal of the Cherokee and the paths that 17 Cherokee detachments 
followed westward. It also promotes a greater awareness of the trail's legacy and the effects of the United States policy of American Indian removal, not only on the Cherokee, but also on other tribes, primarily the Chickasaw, Choctaw Creek, and the Seminole, you all. Setting the stage. Y'all, let me just say this. I got to give a shout out to our indigenous people for all the atrocity that they freaking faced and the fact that we still live here and that we are still striving. Let us give thanks for that, okay? We're not giving thanks about feasting over some meal because of the slaughtering of a turkey, a dead carcass that's laid out on the table. We're going to give thanks for the fact that our indigenous people are still here, that their DNA still runs through our veins, that we are still alive, y'all. Look at what we've come through. Look at the adversity, the atrocity that our people have faced. When English and European immigrants arrived on the North American continent, they found many people whose appearance, lifestyle, and spiritual beliefs differed from those that they were familiar with. This sounds familiar to you? How they're always trying to take over somebody else's land and force them into quote unquote democracy, which we know quote unquote they really don't practice that. During the course of the next two centuries, their in interactions vary between cooperation and communication to conflict and warfare. The newcomers needed land for settlement and they, they sought it by sale, treaty, or force. Between 1790 and 1830, tribes located east of the Mississippi River, including the Cherokees, Chickasaws, Choctaws, Creeks, and Seminoles, signed many treaties with the United States. Presidents George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and James Madison struggled to find a balance between the obligation of the new nation to uphold its treaty commitment and the desires of its new citizens for more land. Ultimately, the federal government was unwilling or unable to protect the Indians from the insatiable demands of the settlers for more land. No, it's not that they were unable to. They basically were unwilling to protect the indigenous people. You came over here. You wanted to write treaties, but it wasn't enough. You wanted the whole thing. What do you think is going on now? They want a one world government. You can basically almost be antagonized for your thoughts, for your opinions, for your beliefs, for your ideas, for your creativity, because you don't think like them. You don't walk like them. You don't talk like them. You don't look like them. You don't have the same spiritual beliefs and practices of them. What do you call that? That is tyranny, you all. Tyrants. They are what you call narcissists. We are being led by a bunch of narcissistic Billionaire, shout out to Sky Atticus Jones. The Louisiana Purchase added millions of less densely populated square miles west of Mississippi River to the United States. Thomas Jefferson suggested that the Eastern American Indians might be induced to relocate to the new territory voluntarily to live in peace without interference from whites. A voluntary relocation plan was enacted into law in 1824, and some Indians chose to move west. In 1828 election of President Andrew Jackson. If y'all don't know about Andrew Jackson, look him up, another R-A-C-I-S-T. And they want to talk about the Jewish Holocaust? What happened about the Trail of Tears? We don't hear about that. But everybody from uh, Kyrie Irving to Kanye West has to apologize, huh? Where are our apologies? Y'all want to talk about reparations? We deserve the whole entire continent. F 
your apologies. Give us our land back. I bet you they won't. Who made his name as an Indian fighter marked a change in federal policies. As part of his plans for the United States, he was determined to remove the remaining tribes from the east and relocate them in the west. Between, so see, our people got displaced. Between the 1830 Indian Removal Act and 1850. So what kind of stuff is this? Let us all go and fly over to Germany. Let us all go and fly over to Europe and say, you know what? I want all the Russian people to move out of this territory. We want to live on the land. Y'all go. Y'all walk the trail of tears. Why don't y'all go and go to Czechoslovakia somewhere? It's crazy. Y'all go to Ukraine. We don't want you in Russia. Like, this, this is stupid. Who does this? I can tell you who does this. A narcissist. A tyrant. These people are savages, y'all. In fact, they're not people. Because anybody who can do stuff, this, this is demonic. This, these demonic acts, they're not real people. So anyway, let's continue. Between 1830, uh, the Indian Removal Act and 1850, the U.S. government used forced treaties um, and or U.S. Army action to move about 100,000 American Indians living in east of Mississippi River westward to Indian Territory in what is now Oklahoma. Among the relocated tribes were the Cherokee, Choctaw, Chickasaw, Creek, and Seminole. The Choctaw relocation began in 1830. The Chickasaw relocation was in 1837. Creek were removed by force in 1836. So basically they killed them off, probably chopped off their hands and legs if they didn't move. And then um, following negotiations that started in 1832 and the Seminole were removed, triggered a seven year war that ended in 1843. Imagine how many people died behind this job. And y'all wanna talk about the Jews and y'all wanna talk about the Holocaust. But guess what? We didn't have anything to do with that. Do you understand that the Caucasians had everything to do with the Holocaust. Do you remember all of that took place in Denmark? That had nothing to do with our native indigenous people over here. And y'all want to throw that in our face about the Holocaust. We didn't have anything to do with that. Not a thing. So why is Kanye West apologizing? Why is Nick Cannon apologizing? Why is Kyrie Irving apologizing? Will they bring up the trail of tears? Will they talk about this? I bet you they won't. And we're supposed to just ignore slavery too, right? Where's the apology for that? Where are our, the things that we lost that was taken and removed? But no, it's okay to keep us under oppression. The Cherokees were among the last to go out, and it is the Cherokee story that is the subject of this lesson plan. Nonsense is what it is, y'all. Shout out to my indigenous people. This is sickening. And y'all want to celebrate with a turkey on the table. The slaughtering of your ancestors. It's crazy. They go out of their way to disrespect us. The right knowledge seeker. Exactly. Let's say you said we were everywhere. Our history has been lied to us. That's why we have low self-esteem. They go out of their way to disrespect us. You learned about this in history class. Give thanks to the ancestors. Thank you to my ancestors and props and praise to the ancestors. That's what's up. That is what's up, y'all. Craziness is what this is. That's exactly what it is. So I just wanted to touch on that. You know what I'm saying? When 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 people are out here celebrating with these turkeys and, and all this stuff that people go through, you know, telling us, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to this channel, y'all.
when people are telling us, you know, all the things that um, we should be celebrating, this is not our holiday. Not once, not at all. But I'm going to drop the link in case anybody wants to come up and share your thoughts, have any comments on this. Because I just thought it was something that I wanted to tap into today uh, since we're talking about this topic or whatever. And uh, why are you thinking about coming on up? We're going to feed the ducks for a moment because I got to grab something. What's good, knowledge seeker? Can you hear me? Yeah, let me turn the music off. You in the building. What's good, knowledge seeker? Good to be back in during these sessions. It feels weird not to be on the F Your Feelings Friday, but hey, this stuff has to be talked about. Good to be here. Blessings, family. Blessings to all the melanated people out there. Blessings to you as well. And your family and your sister and your cousins and all of them. All of them good things. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. What are your thoughts this evening as we delve a little bit into this topic, Mr. Knowledge Seeker? Still, I loved everything you did say, and I really meant it when I said this is a conversation. But a lot of Americans and really people, period, don't want to have a conversation to talk about. And what I find so interesting during the George Floyd riots and, you know, during the whole race war, we want to take away all these terms like can't say master bedroom because it refers to slavery times and stuff like that. Or take away all these terms and things that's just not societally appropriate anymore. But meanwhile, you y'all still want to celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas, even though these are pecking holidays, including Thanksgiving could be the worst one of them all. Like it's genocide day, but nobody wants to talk about that or bring that up. All right, go it what it represents go out and kill an Indian and celebrate your feast. I mean, celebrate your genocide with the feast, and nobody wants to talk about this. Nobody wants to talk about this, and I find that very peculiar. You know why nobody wants to talk about it because then they will have to face and be held accountable for all the gatherings that they want to partake in like it will it will force them to take responsibility for their actions and they don't want to be responsible for their actions shout out to brown rose are beautiful they don't want to ever have to like say okay well i don't want to partake in today let's gather our family on a different day we don't have to partake in the colonizers holiday they're celebrating the massacre of our people when they used to chop their heads off chop their hands off chop their legs off made them walk the trail of tears made them settle off of their territory when they killed them off through sickness and disease and and by force who wants to be held responsible for their actions a lot of people don't they want to be comfortable and complacent in these holidays. They want to continue buying turkeys, buying ham, buying all these things and just getting together and celebrating and not really talking about the truth behind it. And as long as you keep practicing and giving your energy to the truth, you're basically celebrating a demonic, satanic, satanic practice that involves your ancestors. And I bet your ancestors are not resting in peace. So stop telling people, oh, rest in peace. Do you think your ancestors are really resting in peace when you're sitting up here celebrating their massacre? That is I mean, an insult. I mean, I actually do have a Native American ancestry. As a matter of fact, my mother, her father, her, her father and her grandfather was full Cherokee Indian. So I have that blood running through my veins, but then I just found it so peculiar. My mom 
is head over heels in these holidays. My mom loves Thanksgiving, still loves Thanksgiving, and my mom still loves Christmas, And but then it really just, just makes me sick because you have this ancestry, and you still choose to celebrate Thanksgiving, given the history of what happened to your people, our people, my people. That is very, really, <laughs> it throws me off that she still has that mindset, and a lot of our people still have that mindset. It's, it's beyond me. It's F your feelings today, y'all, okay? Because it's not about people's feelings. It's about the reality of what has taken place. And, you know, one thing I can say, Knowledge Seeker, is you're very young in age. And shout out to you because I checked out your channel. You had me laughing. Not only did <laughs> you have me laughing, you had my mother laughing and my sister. Both of them watched you. <laughs> and uh, she said she <laughs> likes to hear you talk. My sister said that you're very passionate. And for you to be so young, you're very wise. And one thing I can say is that it, it, it's going to take someone in your generation, the youth, to change the narrative. Because what has happened is people that are older have become so set in their ways because of family tradition that actually was forced upon them. And they don't know the history behind it. They become uncomfortable when they have to switch up their tradition or when they know something that's true and they don't want to basically change anything. So when you tell your mother the truth behind these traditions, it's like, oh, well, I just like the practice, the tradition of it, the lights, the celebrating the holidays and how I feel when I'm cooking and all of this. But it's deeper than that. And like I said, if you keep giving something attention, you continue to give it life. There is no way that our ancestors are resting, resting in peace, knowing that we are celebrating the massacre of our ancestors. That, that is just, to me, that is hypocritical. And just because you brought up the Trail of Tears, though, they went through even more worse things, too, because even Christopher Columbus wrote down like documents of how he used to go into these tribes, genocide people off. And then when his soldiers did well with killing off the men, he, he would reward them with their very own sex slaves. And even Christopher Columbus went out of his way to get his own sex slave, one of which who was only 12 years old. And he really wrote down like how he like thrust her, slapped her around, abused her, and then had his way with her. And then he wrote around that and said, once I was done, you know, doing the do, you know, I'm not going to go into full details, but he said it felt like as if she was trained by a group of whores how to make love after I was finished with her. And that is a, and that is a, 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 a demonic man right there. That is beyond evil. That is sinister. That's a demon. That's a demon. You know, and it's so sad that while we're discussing this, they're spamming this little channel right here. Like they did this last time I went live. Why Why are they even coming in this channel? Is bots coming in the channel? Like because of the, the topic that we're talking about, because I'm telling the truth. Y'all are sad, y'all. That lets you know when you're telling the truth, when you got to come to this little channel and keep spamming my freaking channel just because we're speaking the truth. And you saw me read this off of an article. I didn't play anyone else's video. So don't come in this channel trying to spam us because we're talking the truth it's nonsense but i digress no nah, you're good they they stay hating you you don't even have a big channel but you're telling the truth and so this is not um really politically correct in their minds <laughs> 
I don't have to be politically correct. Were they politically correct when they came over here and did what they did to our ancestors? Are they politically correct now that they have basically taken over this land and they're destroying it and they still have us under oppression? Are they politically correct when they continue to show us in the media being as savages when they're the ones that came over here and slaughtered our people? Were they being politically correct when they have us on these corporate plantations and discriminate against us? Are they politically correct when they sit up here and disenfranchise our people economically? Are they politically correct when they miseducate our youth in the schools? Are they correct then? So I don't care about being politically correct, nor will I ever be politically cor correct. And if somebody is, you know, basically if they're offended by it, then so what? Oh, well, I won't be apologizing for it. Because there's no men, no amount of apologies they can ever give us to basically take away what we go through every single day being a melanated indigenous person in this in this place called America. Do you understand we can get treated better when we go to Europe? I was just having this conversation with someone earlier. You get treated better when you go to Europe. Now, you know, that's sad. It, that is just so interesting because that's kind of everywhere in a way too because when people we, we bring up a race thing and in, uh, in other countries like in over over the seas they don't see race like how we see race though like i, I actually had my sister had a was fr is still friends with this foreign exchange student from the netherlands all right she has a full-on accent out there too there's a mixture of asian people like black people but they all have like the netherland accents though but then when she came during 2016 during the trump election and just this whole race war intentions and she was like people dislike somebody for being black and dislike somebody for being white or like mexican like that's just so dumb she ain't used to that though she's not she was not used to that whatsoever she was saying like you americans y'all have problems with this nonsense yeah it's so true. I was telling um, someone earlier because we were talking and he was doing his research and um, he said that he was thinking about going over to Europe. And I said, I actually encourage you to do it. Get a passport, travel the world. You know, we used to live in Germany. It's no secret. I do speak German. I can read, write, speak and comprehend the language a little bit and I can communicate over there. But my whole thing is I never experienced racism out of the whole time I was living there until I got here to the United States. That's when I experienced racism, y'all. So all these lies that they keep pushing to us in the media, it's not true. Don't believe the narrative. This is a way to keep people divided and conquered. And you know, we talk about that a lot on this channel, especially with Behold a Pale Horse by William Cooper. Excuse me. I had to sneeze, y'all. We talk about that a lot. It's a divide and conquer ta uh, tactic. And that goes into what um, Skydicus was saying on her um, Twitch channel. I got a little snippet of that when I went to her Instagram and I saw her pop up and she was talking about the billionaires, billionaire pigs. That's what she called them. <laughs> <laughs> but the only way they can keep themselves in power is if they continue to keep us divided, because then we keep fighting amongst one another. Right. It's always the rich against poor, the middle class against. And really, I don't believe there's really a such thing as these classes like they like to call it. But it's just the socioeconomic status of the people because you can have money, but that doesn't make you any better than anyone else. You can be the richest person in the world with money, but be the ugliest, nasty, most brutal person within your spirit. Money means nothing because at the end of the day, when it's all over and said and done, every one of us has to go and every one of us, we're not going to be on this planet forever. 
So everybody has to deal with that. You know, mm-hmm. so while they're here and they keep trying to make people buy into the socioeconomic status, the American dream. First of all, you don't get to tell me what the American dream is. I set my own dreams. I define my own success. If my success is not being a millionaire, my success is being able to have freedom of speech, saying what I want and not having to apologize for the truth. Maybe that is my level of success. Maybe that's what makes me happy. They want to push the narrative that everybody needs to have millions of dollars to live for happiness. You don't need that. Before they came over with this fake fiat, this fake currency, the indigenous people were not living off of these dead presidents that they call paper money. That has, it holds no value whatsoever. Our people were dealing with gold, natural resources of this earth. That's what they were dealing with. These people came over and tricked a lot of our people out of their land, swindled them out of their money, out of their land, out of their territory. And they're nothing but a bunch of tricker, tricksters practicing trickery and witchcraft. That's what they do. And, and to, uh-huh, go and ahead. To, and to make it even more worse, like you just going to trick people off their land, then like genocide them off and then literally build houses build monuments over their land because like like this like america everything you see though this was really all just like trees and forces and just like nature all right but then like y'all they they just basically build like just everything over it everything over it houses apartments shopping malls buildings skyscrapers you name it over beauty beautiful land that's how wicked they were all in the name of capitalism all because of america is nothing but a corporation at this point i mean and it is so sad like i drive now um you know a few years back a lot of the land out here was just trees it was beautiful it was shade it was you know the deer had somewhere to live now basically one of my colleagues says she saw a freaking coyote in the middle of the freaking day You know why? Because these animals don't have anywhere to live. They're chopping down every single tree that they can find. Every piece of land they can find, they automatically have it up for sale. And who said that this was your land to sell anyway? I don't know how they do that. They sit up there, they build a house, they build a shopping mall, they're building a restaurant. How many fast foods do we need, y'all? How many gas stations can you build on a corner? And some of these buildings that are already up, Y'all don't know how to turn these things into shelters for people who don't have homes. No, you don't want to do that because all of the, you know, freaking home builders, they want to buy up the land and then they want to put people in houses and then they don't even have any space in between them. They got like 10 feet between each house. You're living in a village. It's not even a neighborhood. It's, it's greed, y'all. It's it's freaking greed. And they're pillaging our land. The freaking animals are suffering. The trees are suffering. The plants, the flowers. This entire world suffers because we are living under satanic and demonic rule of tyranny. And that's what's going I mean, on. I mean, just chopping down the trees. I mean, that's how wicked you have to be to chop down a tree. Trees don't even bother nobody. Trees don't even do nothing. Trees give us oxygen. Our, our ancestors actually connected to the trees. It's part of the earth. It's nature. It's the creator's gift to man. But y'all want to chop down trees to make more paper money to give back to us and make more and build more shopping malls and apartments? <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, come on now. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, you have all these abandoned buildings out here. Why don't you go and take one of these abandoned buildings and rejuvenate that building and make that look nice? But no, let's go take this land. Let's strip it of the trees. And trees have feelings, whether people know it or not. Every living thing has feelings. Even plants and flowers have feeling and they have a way to protect themselves. So every time they chop down a tree, they are doing no justice, no service to mother nature. And you think the earth doesn't feel that? You think that create our creators are not looking at that? Mother nature is not paying attention, but they are savages. They're wicked. I was watching one video where they had a freaking bulldozer in the forest. And as they were bulldozing down the trees, the um, raccoons were falling out of the trees. You're, you're, you're just chopping down these animals' homes. And then when you want to talk about, oh, I saw a grizzly bear in my backyard. Well, well, no, you're in the grizzly bear's natural habitat because really the grizzly bears lived here and y'all just came and chopped their trees down and put up houses. Then you want to talk about the fact that you, you see in all these animals in your backyard. Well, that's why. That's why. What, what would you do if someone just came and bulldo bulldozed your home down while you were in it? But they have no respect for like the create the creatures of this land. They have no respect for what the creator has created on this territory because they think that they're the all seeing, omniscient, all empowered. They're trying to play God. And that is a problem. And it started when they came over here taking over our land. It started from there. And now look what we are now. Being ruled by some tyrants, y'all. And they're getting worse and worse every year. Straight up tyrants. <laughs> but, you know, you even see it in the cartoons, you know, and it's so sad because the children are desensitized to violence. But every time you look at the cartoons, it's always good against evil, evil against, you know, good or whatever. And the tyrants are always looking like they're winning. And the good people always have to fight extra hard just to prevail. And this is how it's always been. So we're living in demonic energy, y'all. But I don't want to drag this out too long. I just wanted to come over here and talk briefly about this topic because I think people need to be abreast and aware of what they're celebrating every time this time of year comes around. Not only are we celebrating that, you know, the slaughter of our, our ancestors, but also look at what time of year it is in the coldest season. Basically, we're approaching winter when when in the solstice, right? Mm -hmm. Sacrificial time, right? November. I really think that's why a lot of stuff takes place, because if you remember, there was a shooting at UVA in Virginia. There was another shooting at the uh, the gay club in Colorado. There was yeah. um, a lot of shootings that's been taking place. I just heard about something else that went down. And then um, I don't know if you heard about this one, but in L.A. at the Target, there was a stabbing at the Target. And the um, reporter was on scene saying that there was a lot of mental illness going on. But you know what they want to do? They want to pretend like mental illness is not real and running rampant out here. They said that one of the ladies had started saying something to one of the police officers on the scene and urinated right in the street in front of everybody. So if that's not a sign of mental illness that's going on and running rampant, I don't know what is. 
But all people want to do is keep practicing these merchant holidays and get people to spend their money on a bunch of stuff that means nothing, a bunch of nonsense. Sacrifices, y'all. That's what's going down. And, you know, I think that our ancestors have sacrificed enough. So that's what I just wanted. You know, I wanted to close out with that. But before we leave, I do want to give our testimonies, y'all. So my testimony is this. Like I said, we made it into another week. We made it into another um, day. And also that we also have a sound judgment, y'all. We still have a right mind. And, and, and thank goodness that I have the gift of discernment. And I can see through all this nonsense and this political warfare that we're under. And knowledge seeker, would you like to give your testimony? Yeah, I'll give an, a quick testimony too. Basically, because you know, I'm I'm gonna give my thanks here because I'm not going to like do anything on this like pagan holiday that's coming up. But like, I am like thankful for just like the time that the Creator is still giving me, and I'm thankful to the ancestors for enduring all that that for for enduring all that they had to go through. And I'm still representing you guys every day, doing my best to be a good steward for you guys also living up to your expectations, too. So, like, thank you for all you've done. And thank you, the creator, for all you've done for me. And, like, I had a near-death experience earlier this year. Like, I uh, had caught COVID. And I literally could have died, but then I came out of it. It wasn't my time yet. The creator was like, I'm giving you more time to, you know, straighten things out. So I'm not wasting no time no more. So I'm living like each day, like it's my last and doing my best to be a good steward. Amen to that knowledge seeker. And shout out to your ancestral warriors that fought for you during those trying times. Because you do have spiritual ancestors around you that are watching over you. So I'm so glad they kept you in good health and that you remain vigilant and you fought through that. And yeah, they have manifested COVID to try to take people out, but you're young, you're strong. And just so people are aware, COVID um, can be dangerous, especially for the male species. That's one thing that my holistic doctor was talking about um, in our meeting on Sunday. And it can actually attack the heart. It's something called myocarditis. I talked about it previously on a different video. And myocarditis will attack the heart in young males, you know, causing a heart condition. So I think we cannot take this too lightly. So it's always good to keep yourself in the most tip top shape that you can be healthy, stay around from other sick individuals, um, keep your immune system intact. What are we going to do? We're going to build up our vitamin C. We're going to eat healthy. You know what I'm saying? We're going to take our herbs and our natural remedies because that's the way our ancestors used to do it before the colonizer came over here and introduced us to all these pharmaceutical drugs that now has all these side effects. Got all these people out here going crazy because, you know, even when you take these pharmaceutical drugs, it messes with the brain. OK, there are things that it releases into the brain when you take some of these drugs. So we got to be very careful about what the doctor is prescribing us and we have to do our research. So knowledge seeker, I'm so glad that you came through that. And you are here with us to fight another day. And, yeah. you know, we might not be where we want to be, but we are still climbing to get there, you all. So shout out to all of the supporters of Brown Girls Are Beautiful, BGAB Clothing. Um, I want to say some of the most beautiful 
spirits fight the ugliest wars. That's a phrase of brown girls are beautiful. I'm going to type that up and put in the chat. And I'm going to start printing some of my slogans on shirts and hoodies and things like that because it is very true. The things that I talk about is because I have an experience with it. You are dealing right now with two melanated warriors sitting up here. And even though I might have the face of an angel, you all, I am an, angel an angelic warrior. Okay. So not going to hold y'all too long. Thank you so much. I know people got to, you know, do things for tonight, getting ready for tomorrow. But uh, I just wanted to come on here and just talk about it. So I'm going to start playing a few of my little videos before we close out, y'all. Anything else you wanted to say before we sign out, Mr. Knowledge Seeker? I did. I did want to say, too, though, just like we just we need to do our better, though, because we don't need to wait for Thanksgiving to to uh, for family to come around, though. You still call your mom or your dad or your cousins each day. Still have like a dinner, a little feast you want to throw to have people still come by and y'all still talking. You chat on. Don't lose contact with people. Right. And just still love people regardless. Like, don't wait for these holidays to do certain things, though. Reach out still. Like, I agree with what you said earlier, though. Like, don't, like, like when Valentine's Day come, still buy, like, don't wait for Valentine's Day to come. Just buy your girlfriend flowers before that day comes. So, That's yeah. right. That mm -hmm. is so true, y'all. Like, look at, I mean, look at Takeoff. He didn't even make it to Thanksgiving, and I'm sure his family wish they could have just one more day with him here, at least one more time to see him, to talk to him, to hug him, to have a conversation, to laugh with him, joke with him. just all the things, you know, even if you sit in the room with someone and say nothing, just having their presence there. Y'all, we cannot be taking people for granted. We don't need to wait for this colonizer's holiday to celebrate our own people. We need to be coming together, not just for funerals, not just because someone is sick and in the hospital, the sick and shut in list. We need to be coming together when people are in good health as well. Don't just be around people when times are good. Don't just come around when times are bad. Be there for people. If you are a real person and you are a true, decent person and you are genuine, you will be there regardless. So, yes, shout out to you, Knowledge Seeker, for pointing that truth out right there because people need to take heed to what you just said it's very important <laughs> all right y'all and without any further ado you know how we're going to do we're going to sign on up out of here thank you so much for joining me and until next time we will have f your feelings friday this friday probably on this channel since i can't post on my other channel but if you are listening to me and following me here please also subscribe to my other channel which is brown girls are beautiful Okay, I also have another channel, which is BGAB Clothing. And I also have a separate channel for real estate, which I'm not going to announce on here because I keep that separated. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yes, I, um, I just, I, I thank you for coming up here, uh, Knowledge Seeker. And y'all, make sure you please check out Knowledge Seeker's channel. He is so funny. He had, <laughs> I was laughing at you. <laughs> A lot of people say that about my videos. <laughs> what'd you say? A lot of people say that about my videos. Like, oh, you made me laugh today. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. So, yeah, I I was like, you know, I remember you talking about your channel and you popped up when you came on the panel and I, and I subscribed. 
So the next day I saw you come on and I was like, oh, now Seeker got a new video. Let me check this out. Oh my goodness. Yes. Keep doing what you're doing because you're making people laugh out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I shared your video with my mama and my sister. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a trip, man. Mm -hmm. So I love your sense of humor. But anyway, we're going to sign up out of here. And everybody, if you are celebrating Thanksgiving, you know, just have a blessed one and we will reconvene on Friday for F Yo Feelings Friday. All right, I'm out. about to get some rest, girl. I'm I'm out. Good night. Right. Good night, knowledge seeker. All right, y'all. We about to sign it on out of here. Y'all know how we do. gonna play one more thing and then we're gonna sign on up out of here y'all Like, share, subscribe. I misspelled subscribe, but you know what I meant. All right, y'all. Y'all stay blessed. And until next time.